0: Hi everybody, welcome to the GB Door show. We're here with journalists from the Young Turks Extraordinary. It's Michael Tracy is here next to him. It's the miserable liberal Steph Zamorano. Look at that. Greetings. I'm miserable. So guess what happened? This happened, right? <laughs> so that happened. And uh well, here's the here's the letter. Uh this is from the White House Office of the Press Secretary for immediate release, statement from the press secretary. It says, today, President Donald J. Trumpy informed FBI Director James Comey that he has been terminated and removed from office. President Trumpy acted based on clear recommendations from both, get this, the Deputy, Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein and Attorney General Jeffrey Beauregard Sessions.
1: Jefferson. Is it, it Jefferson? Jefferson? Not Jeffrey. Oh, just Jeff- want to clarify that important point. Yes. Thank you,
0: Jefferson <laughs> Beauregard. I, is Beauregard actually his name too? Yes. I, th- I I thought I was making that up for a second. The FBI is one of the nation's most cherished and respected institutions, and today will mark a new beginning for our crown jewel of law enforcement," said President Trump. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Get this. So, so Tillerson. I just want to run through a few things before we get to all the details. So this is uh, this Secretary of uh, sec- State. Uh, he's from the Exxon, right? It's Tillerson, and he's meeting with uh, Lavrov, right? The mm-hmm. from Russia. So this is from today, meaning to Dateline May tenth, <laughs> Washington DC. And here is, uh, so th- so a reporter shouts at him a question about the Comey firing, and it ap- he appears to present that it's news to him, and watch how he handles it. Ready? Minister Lavrov to the State Department and express my appreciation for him making the trip to Washington so that we could continue our dialogue and our exchange of views that began in Moscow with the dialogue he hosted on a very broad range of topics.
1: Thank you. Does the Comey firing have the
0: shadow of your talk, gentlemen? What's the fire? You're kidding. You're kidding. What about the fire,
1: I honestly can't tell if he's being cheeky there or if he genuinely hadn't heard the news yet because it broke at around 6 or 7 p.m. Eastern Time last night. And then this is at 8:30 in the morning the following day. Again, he could just be trolling the journalist there for all I know, but I I, I can't tell.
0: I'm going to go with you. I think he's being a little cheeky because the first time I watched it I didn't but the second time watching it, it really does look like he's like "Fine? Really?" Oh, okay. And he takes off. So I don't know I I don't know. I'm going to take it at face value like he was like he was like, "Oh, you're kidding me. He did that?" <laughs> like, "Oh, no, oh, he's making things harder." That's what it sounded like he was saying, but maybe he's being cheeky. I don't know. It sounded like he's like, "Ah, damn it, that guy. Can we see it again? Yeah, let's watch it again. Okay, here, here we go. Minister Lavrov to the State Department and express my appreciation for him making the trip to Washington so that we could continue our dialogue and our exchange of views that began in Moscow with the dialogue he hosted on a very broad range of topics. Does the Comey firing cast the shadow of your talk, gentlemen? What's the fire? You're kidding. You're kidding. No way he's kidding. No way he's being cheeky.
1: No way. Oh! You think he just genuinely heard about it for the first time? I don't know when he goes like this. You're kidding. You kidding?
0: I, I honestly don't know. I know that they, la- they, that's a full blown comedy bit. If he's fucking <laughs> do, if he's being, che- that's amazing.
1: I know. Actually, Lavrov has proved himself to be a pretty adept diplomat, even going back to the Obama uh-huh. years when they, you know, negotiated the removal of Syria's chemical weapons in 2013. Of course, that kind of all fell apart later, but at the time, he was heralded as a very savvy person on the on the diplomatic scene. So oh. I, I don't know what his intention was. I just know that a lot of the amateur kremlinologists will like hyper analyze that exchange to see if there's any kind of hidden meaning there
0: uh-huh so. okay so here's from the huffington post this is how they described it president donny chay Trumpy on tuesday fired fbi director james comey who had been leading an investigation into whether trump's campaign colluded with russia to influence the presidential election now that's what everyone thinks this is they're making the comparison between what he did and uh uh the saturday night massacre with uh President Nixon, was mm-hmm. it Saturday night or uh, Sunday yeah, they, night? Saturday night, yeah. Saturday, night, with President Nixon when he fired uh, the people in, uh, <laughs> that were supposed to be in bed. I don't think it's the same thing. What? Whatever. Uh, so here... Again, this is from the HuffPo Attorney General uh, Jefferson Sessions, a former top advisor to Trump's campaign and recently confirmed Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein, recommended Comey be removed from his post and letters to Trump Tuesday. Sessions has recused himself from FBI invest. So this is I thought this is I thought was interesting. You tweeted this out, right? So it says building a case. Senior White House and Justice Department officials have been working on building a case against Mr. Comey since at least last week. According to administration officials, Attorney General Jeff Sessions has been charged with coming up with reasons to fire him. So just one more thing. This is from CNN. White House Trump thought about firing Comey since Election Day. This is what they're saying now. So here but they're you know saying what? it was just since last week. And now they're saying it's been since Election Day. Steph, you want I, to say? I just think Trump has been thinking about firing a lot of people since Election Day. He's been. Get, <laughs> I'm with you. Well, Comey asked the Justice. This is Morris from CNN. This is interesting. It says, Comey asked the Justice Department for more resources for the agency's investigation into Russian meddling of the U.S. election and ties to Trump's presidential campaign just the week before the president fired him. Well, it sounded like he wanted to get fired. What do you think? <laughs> you're, going to, you're going to the Justice Department and you tell him, hey, I'm really going to stick it to Trump. Can I have more money? No. <laughs> what do you think? There's a little bit. Let me do this and then we'll throw it to you. Comey told the heads of the Senate Intelligence Committee that he went to Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein last week and pushed for more resources to be devoted to the Russian investigation, according to two sources familiar with the discussion. So there you go. Justice Department spokesperson Sarah Flores denies Comey asked Rosenstein for more resources. She called reporting to the contrary 100% false and told reporters she spoke directly with Rosenstein about the reports. Now, what do you make of that, Michael?
1: There are a lot of facets to this, this story that I think need to be untangled. Okay. One thing I think it's worth bearing in mind is that Comey has been in a very interesting position since Trump assumed Trump assumed office where... Comey has to be constantly rebutting Trump or rebuking his statements and tweets, and you could ima- and he's testified on now several occasions before various congressional committees. So Comey has really been in the public eye, and when Democrats want to try to shoot down some kind of outlandish claim that Trump's made, they've used tr- Comey as a proxy to basically rebut those claims. And it happened just as recently as last week. Um, so you got to got to think that. Trump, who apparently spends much of his day sitting around watching TV, Mm -hmm. which he does, uh, would get progressively incensed that somebody who is apparently supposed to be his subordinate is constantly being heralded by Democrats as somebody who can, you know, undermine Trump's authority. Um, So that could be a reason why Trump wanted to find a, a reason to get rid of Comey notwithstanding anything necessarily having to do with the Russia investigation. Um, Also, what's interesting here is that the way that this was presented was that Rod Rosenstein, who is the recently confirmed deputy attorney general, he wrote this memo in which he outlined all the reasons why Comey's further employment was untenable. And the reasons were exclusively having to do with Comey's handling of the Hillary Clinton email server investigation. Now, you have to ask yourself, why is it that Trump and his underlings are suddenly so upset about this Clinton email server investigation? So, So that's one thing. But on the other hand, the rationale that Rosenstein lays out essentially almost perfectly mirrors the grievances that Democrats have been leveling about Comey's going back to last July. So on its face the surface rationale for the firing is plausible if you're one of the people who have been repeatedly complaining about Comey's conduct with respect to Hillary. But then that raises the additional question, and there are many questions here that I think need to be you know parsed, raises the further question of why now would it be that all of a sudden this action was taken to terminate Comey on account, of, uh, on account of his handling of the Hillary Clinton email investigation. That's a worthwhile question, but I think it's also worth pointing out that Rosenstein just assumed office on April 26th. So if it was delegated to him to conduct a review of Comey's conduct, then it would make sense that within a span of two weeks or so, he would have gathered the requisite information to be able to render a conclusion. Um, so, so I've seen people asking, you know, if Trump was so annoyed with Comey, why didn't he just fire him on January 20th? Right. Well, it takes a while to actually staff the government and uh-huh. to fulfill like a transition. And even now, there are plenty of positions that haven't been filled. Right. But if the attorney general and the deputy attorney general weren't in place until April 26th, then, a, you know, on a surface level, it would make sense that the timing would be slightly Delayed. Now, that could very easily just be a ruse on Trump's part because he wanted to get rid of Comey for totally different reasons, and maybe because he felt that he was a Comey was a PR thorn in his side, and just concocted this rationale that is really just a you know a, a crock. Um, but at the same time, there are you know competing interpretations here that I think at least need to be weighed before people just rashly. Conclude one thing or another, but it's a complex story and, and it's going to be, we're going to be kind of, I think, debating it for a, for so, a long time. So let,
0: let me ask you this. So you think it serves, so, so uh, the least generous reading of it is that Trump fired him because he was investigating him his ties with Russia.
1: Well, the least generous reading would be that Trump felt that firing Comey would somehow suppress damning information Mm -hmm. on Trump with respect to the Russian collusion allegations.
0: Now, what's the most generous reading of it?
1: And then the most generous reading would just be to take at face value what Rosenstein's memo outlined. So Rosenstein accompanied Trump's letter with this pretty detailed memo explaining how Comey's conduct with respect to Hillary Clinton was so egregious and that he had so damaged the credibility of the FBI as, as an institution that it was untenable for him to continue and they needed to replace the leadership of the FBI to kind of, uh, you know, to, to change public perception of how the Bureau conducts business. Um, that would be the most generous reading, just to take at face value what, you know, the Deputy Attorney General said. And by the way, it should be noted that Rosenstein, you know, he's a Republican, but he was appointed by George W. Bush and then retained. He was only one of three one of only three U.S. attorneys that was, re- that was appointed by Bush and then retained by Obama. Right. Um, so he was an Obama-era U.S. attorney. He was confirmed by mm-hmm. the U.S. Senate by a vote of 94 to 6 just last month. Everybody from Bernie Sanders to Elizabeth Warren you know, voted for his confirmation. Um, so I think it's a little bit of a stretch to make him out to be some kind of like Trump henchman. Right. He would probably be in the segment of the Re- Republican Party that's a little more never-Trump-ish. Um. But then again, you know, it, who knows? It's very, it, it's possible that he could have just been a willful accomplice in Trump's scheme. I just would want to see a little bit more evidence to that effect before we kind of just rashly conclude that that's what happened. So here, here is the.
0: Uh this is Sarah Huckabee Sanders. She's the deputy White House press secretary. So she, I just want to show you that. Right. When was it that the president lost confidence in James Comey? What was what was the tip? I think
1: point? it's been an, er, an erosion of confidence. I, I think that um, Director Comey has shown over the last several months and frankly the last year uh, a lot of missteps and mistakes and certainly um, I think that As you've seen from many of the comments from Democrat members, including Senator Schumer, they didn't think he should be there. They thought he should uh, be gone. Frankly, I I think it's startling that uh, Democrats aren't celebrating. Yeah. If if there was such a confluence of mistakes and missteps, which may well be true, Mm -hmm. then why was it? That in the memo that justified the firing, the only thing that was mentioned was the Clinton email server investigation. If there was more that caused Trump to lose faith or lose confidence in Comey, then presumably that could have all been outlined in the memo in addition to the Clinton stuff. So that explanation doesn't really pass the spell test, I wouldn't think.
0: Okay, so you have an article up right now over at Medium. uh, The Young Turks Medium page. The Young Turks Medium page. page. And it's called Parsing the Comey Firing. And so we got some of that, you know, the, the analysis already right there from you,
1: right, that you include in that article. Yeah, yeah. And then you know, the, the other thing is, um, on the one hand, it's sensible for Democrats to say that the timing of this is suspect. But on the other hand, Trump firing Comey resulted in the outcome that Democrats have claimed that they wanted since approximately last summer. When according to their shrieking, Comey intervened maliciously in the presidential campaign to the detriment of Hillary Clinton. And that was such an egregious offense on his part that he ought to have been terminated. In fact, a lot of people, a lot of Democrats did call for Obama to terminate Comey and to to rein him in because of his conduct during, during the campaign. So there's kind of some illogic on both sides, I think, here. Um, so the Republican explanation doesn't make a ton of sense and neither does the Democratic explanation. Trump's statements don't make a ton of sense and neither does the statements of the of Democratic senators who are raising hell over this. So I think it's, that's why it's sort of necessary to kind of be mindful of the complexity here and to try to carefully parse out the different aspects of, of, of what happened. Um, prediction? Prediction, um, <laughs> people will continue fighting about the Comey firing for a long time. Uh, I even saw one theory floated that potentially the Sen- Senate investigators could employ Comey, since he's now a private citizen, to uh, run, essentially, their investigation into Russian interference. Another thing that's, I think, worth noting here, and I talk about it in this medium piece, is that... It was always a possibility that Trump could respond in a hasty fashion to political pressure that stems from the Russian interference, allegations, investigations, etc. And Trump could commit and act as a result of that pressure that is discredi- discrediting in a, on its own terms. So if he fired Comey without due cause and he, he, he intended to obstruct an investigation in firing Comey, then that would be an offense on its own right, right, and yeah. it wouldn't necessarily vindicate the underlying right. Trump Russia conspiracy claims. But the thing is, every time Trump does something that's uh, a, you know, a blunder or 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 uh, or excessively kind of um, authoritarian, with and, and that and he does it in response to something that's related to the Russian investigation that's taken by liberal partisans as evidence that the entire narrative around Russia Trump collusion is being validated which I don't think it it is. I agree. I mean, t- to me the the the, the, tr- the most troubling aspect of it this is what it says about Trump's authoritarian tendencies. Right. More so than what it says about whatever tr- uh ties with Russia that he's trying to suppress evidence of, because firing Comey wouldn't suppress evidence of the the Trump-Russia ties. There are plenty of other FBI officials who were involved in investigating this stuff, irrespective of Comey. Comey's now a private citizen, so he's unconstrained from divulging information that he previously could not, given that he was overseeing the investigation. So if Trump's aim in firing Comey was to make it so that the public didn't learn the full scope of his (laughs) nefarious Russia ties, then he did the opposite- of what he should have done. So, why do you think he did it then? You know, I think it has to do with sort of what I would call Trumpian caprice. So, he's just sort of an impulsive person. I mean, I think everybody is basically aware of that at this point. Um, and he felt that Comey continuously being in the in public talking about this Russia investigation um, reflected badly on Trump. And it's probably true that. Comey's repeated statements, first of all, on May 20th, you'll remember, remember Comey went before one of the House committees and confirmed formally the existence of this Russian interference investigation. Um, and you could imagine Trump wouldn't be very pleased by that. He probably wants to install somebody who's closer to a, loyalist, a Trump loyalist in this position. And again, that's what I think. Yeah. I just don't think that even if he wanted to cover up Russia ties, this wouldn't be the way to go about doing it. Yeah,
0: so this is the opposite way you would want to cover something up. Do the most obvious thing that someone would do if they're trying to cover something up. So it doesn't really. So even though Trump isn't, you know, uh, makes lots of blunders all the time, I think this is not one of them. in In that sense, it might be a blunder for other political reasons, but it would be just almost unbelievably uh, stupid to do this if that's, unless unless they're really, Comey was really close to getting something on him and he's like, well I gotta do this or I'm done or I'm cooked. So again, this is all speculation, we don't know but I, I, I think it was more of the last, the latter thing you said that he's just, an, he wants his own guy in there because he can't trust Comey and he he wants a guy in there who he thinks he can control. I think that just that just makes more sense to me than anything else. But we'll find out or we won't find out because people can't even agree on the facts of this case. Right. So we're going to get into that next. The next live Jimmy Dore show in Burbank, California, is May 22nd, May 22nd. That's a Monday night live in Burbank, California. Special guests. A great time. Get your tickets right there.